0: Hello, 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 hello world. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to wherever you are in the world. Um, Today is going to be a makeup day, so this would technically be day five. Um, The episode that should have been done Saturday, but spirit led me to be quiet, so... I had to be quiet. I had to be obedient. Plus my tri-gemina naraja, which is what I told you guys I have where I get electrocuted on the right side of my face, is starting to kick back up. And that is spelled T-R-I-G-E-M-I-N-A. That's the first word and the second word for navigation. Alga is in e-u r a l g i a so this like came up out of nowhere, you guys. Um, if I am talking in a podcast and I kind of get quiet, that's because it's it's starting all over again, and I was kind of researching a little bit. I do have an appointment February 2nd with the neurologist to dig a little bit deeper to figure out what are my options, what can I do? Um But um, when I was researching this morning a little bit with you guys to make sure I pronounce it right, spell it right, um, it was saying that in a lot of people in these cases, you'll have symptoms for like a couple of weeks or maybe months, and then it like disappears for like a couple of weeks, months, or sometimes years, and then it comes back. It's still like kind of new, they're still kind of researching on it. So, I'll probably do a separate podcast on it one day just to explain my experience with it, um, and what my outcome is. Um, but I was just letting you guys know if I kind of get quiet, you know, that's kind of the reason, and that's kind of why. A little bit of part of the reason as to why I didn't do my podcast over the weekend because it was just triggering a lot with me talking. Um, so it's kind of a quiet weekend. If you guys hear background noises, that's because I have kind of have the 417 frequency going in the background on my TV. Um, that's just a positivity, uh, positive energy, positivity uh, music that you are hear. And then for whatever reason like i told y'all if i'm not in a car i'm in life and for whatever reason my kids are in my room on school they're homeschooled so you may hear teacher or a little mumbling in the background and my dogs um kind of going like i told y'all this is me this is my life uh prince is on the side of me snoring so if you hear snoring that's prince my oldest dog oh no Prince and Pebbles are beside me on the side of the bed And they are asleep and they are snoring So if you guys hear that, that's who that is um, Let's kind of jump into how we roll And how we roll, we kind of start off with our business shout outs. We do our message, cards Um, We do our message cards, our oracle cards, whichever way you would like to receive that message. But the message, the spirit had me to pull. Um, And then I have my tea. So you guys may hear me sip on my little tea a little bit today. Um, And I want to give out a shout out while I'm doing that. Um, Really quick as to which teas I am sipping on today. So today i am sipping on my perfect peach tea by biglow um my yoni tea Um, i have the sweet tangerine positive energy and that's yoni i have my vanilla spice perfect energy tea my eucalyptus organic plus tea is um original experiment so it's uh Traditional medicine is the one that I have with that one. My cozy um, calamine tea, that's Big Bigelow, and my lemon ginger um, with probiotics, Um, that's by Big Bigelow. And those are the teas that I combine together in my tea with my Armour Brush Honey Company um i get it from walmart it's about four dollars but they're originated out of colorado um it's the usa is u.s grade a honey from a true from a trusted colorado company um it's gently strained and i love that particular tea um, I'll put descriptions of the tea as well as the honey in my description box. And I did get a suggestion also that when I do do my business shout outs that I uh, tag or write the businesses that I'm shouting out in my description. I went back to the January 19th podcast, the January 20th podcast and updated those shout out businesses so they are in the descriptions so let's get going after i did that so the welcome to nisha's world slash ladies d um welcome 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 everyone today is monday january the 24th 2022 and i'm starting out with my business shout outs so i have a couple um everybody who I'm shouting out today is on Facebook and Instagram. So I'm starting out with the number 2-2 tutus. I mean Cute Tutus. I'm sorry Jasmine. So let me try that again. I'm starting out today with the business is 2-2 Cute Tutus Accessories and More. The CEO is Miss Jasmine. When I say she knocks it out, she knocks it out in the ballpark with t-shirts tutus bows you name it she has it she can do it um quick turnaround time frame beautiful prices good quality on shirts matter of fact um i'm still able to rock her t-shirt that says husband slash wife and on the back it has established in the year that we established our relationship on the back and i love it wonderful quality and that's been over like Maybe four or five years I have, me and my husband have that shirt. So just to let you guys know, good quality. Also, um, a special touch perfection. Um, The CEO is Mr. Michael. Um, That is Jasmine's husband. But they offer cleaning services for your houses, your Airbnb, um, businesses, you name it. Hit them up on Facebook or Instagram. Two beautiful um, businesses, and they are husband and wife. They're rocking it out. I love their energy. I just love them as a whole just to sit back and to watch them. They're so cute. They do the whole dress light, match him, match me fly. Um, they share their world and their life, and I just love it. Not to say that they may have bad days. Everybody does, but what they share with us is beautiful it's positive it shows that there is black love and they rock it they make it look they make it look beautiful every day they make it look beautiful and i love that um so those are the first two companies then i have duval urban pantries or ross's barbecue Um, and that is by Miss Chef Kim, and that's my son in the background, DJ, doing schoolwork. Like I told y'all, I'm lifing. I'm home. I'm in the house. It's cold today. We woke up to the temperatures of 36 for Florida. We are cold. That feels like negative 30 to us, Um, and our temperature right now is about 58, so it's not too, too kind of like in our normal element of cold so it's not too too bad but we're gonna dip back down kind of low so yeah didn't do the car today up in the house where it's nice and warm um but back to what i was saying duval urban pantry or ross's barbecue um the chef is kim and her husband mr clyde um when i say they rock it out with wonderful dishes they rock it out they cater to businesses she normally puts out or they normally put out a menu for the week and they pick a day um but they put a menu out for the week and give you a variety of options and when i say kim rocks it kim rocks it everything for the most part on her menu is made from scratch so i'm talking about gravy i'm talking about uh, all the sauces and she also has a second part of her business is called cookie monsters that is on Facebook as well I make sure to put it in the description um, but she makes homemade cookies from scratch have you ever had a red velvet cookie with some pecans on top mm. Mm, mm, mm. when I say they are so good they are so delicious um, she normally has a good three or six you know for a couple of dollars or you can get the dozen Um, So I'll put that information in the description for you guys to check out those two. Um, The last but not least um is exclusive kisses by Chef Exclusive. She's originally from Louisiana but moved to Jacksonville, but she caters, she travels, she's a traveling chef. Um when I say I got introduced to her through an event, um, an Art Rod event, which I guess I'm shouting him out now to Art Rod. Um, he does motivational speeches. Um, for the youth based off of his life and he started out by doing universities um, but actually he started out performing or o- doing an open mic at UNF and that's where I met him um, through a mutual friend Kendall and he branched from there to traveling to all universities in the United States and Canada and um, to share his spoken word his spokenness and when i say you guys his words his spoken words one or two or all may resonate with you and just the way that he delivers his message you're going to walk away and you're going to relate in one way shape or form um but that is check him out i'll put his stuff in there um, he actually has a GoFundMe um, page that he's having right now. Um, that is where you can help him to be able to reach out to local high schools. And it doesn't have to just be in the state of Florida. It can be anywhere. His goal is to be able to reach every youth in the world. Um, so let's go ahead and help him out. I'll add that also in the description. But Art introduced me to Chef Exclusive um, from Exclusive Kisses. Um it was a young lady, and I know this is common in Japan, but you never know, got to be until this one. But there was a young lady um, that was a model, and the food she was the table. The The model was the table and the sushi was placed on certain parts of her body for us to be able to eat and entertain. And it was so beautiful. It was elegant. It was different. Like I had never, like I told you, I have seen it on movies and TV shows, but I have never seen that in real life. Well, since then, Miss Executive Chefs came up with the whole stuffed catfish that y'all guys saw running around on Instagram and Facebook a while back. And she stuffed it with her homemade gumbo from scratch. Praise the Lord. So delicious. So good. But she's also a a personal chef. So she can um, come to your house and teach you how to cook these meals or she can cook the meal for you. She does weddings. She does um concerts because she has done it for some of the celebrities that have came they catered they you know they she was the cater for the celebrities that was here in jackson for events that we had um and she also just opened up her her own business location so she's able to offer classes where she can come in and you can learn to cook these dishes these exclusive dishes um at her location but once again i will go ahead and put um They're all of the shout out businesses um, in my description on my podcast. But those are my shout outs for today. Thought I was going to have four, but as you can see, kind of went to be five um, today. Now we switch from our business shout outs to our card messages or Oracle messages, however you want to receive it. Um, but before jumping into those, uh, on my teas, the yoni teas or yogi teas, however you want to pronounce it, yogi, yoni, tomato, tomato, potato, patata, all the same thing. Um, they give you affirmations. So I have three of those, and the first one that came off my tea it says, "Never regret your mistakes. Admire the courage it took to adapt." The unknown so I'm gonna read it again never regret your mistakes admire the courage it took to attempt not I'm sorry to attempt the unknown so that was the first message that I got the second message was inner peace creates peace in the world again inner peace creates peace in the world And that does make sense. Because if I have peace within me, then I'm not out here tearing out other people's energy and messing up their days because all I have to give is peace. So I get it. Inner peace creates peace in the world. And never regret your uh, mistakes. Admire the courage it took to attempt the unknown. And I get that because if I never made a mistake, I never had the courage to find a solution, is what I take from that. And then lastly, I have there is pleasure in the pathless woods. Again, there is path, there is pleasure in the pathless woods. So to me, it's like life. You should take pleasure in this pathless. And by pathless, I mean, we're all on a journey and sometimes we know where we're going and what we're doing, but for the most part, we don't know. So take pleasure in this pathless woods because the earth is the woods. Our journey is like us walking through the woods, you know? So those were three of the little affirmations that I got that I'm gonna add onto my affirmation tree that I made back in 2019. Um, So I take these little things and I'll probably put a picture up and kind of show you guys like my beautiful affirmation tree. My sister think I should sell it and make it for others. I don't see that, but hey, um, it is what it is. We'll see where that go. So now jumping into our message cards, I was led to pull four. And... I Just saw what the main thing was and I just kind of set them to the side So I'm going to actually get my meaning with you guys and I was also led to pull four of the from the butterflies So we have four butterfly messages as well So I'll give you guys interpretation of what they mean to me Or what am I getting from them and then we'll kind of Talk about it and go from there so from the soul journey deck, I have imagination. That was the first thing that I took. Imagination. I embrace and nourish the creativity aspects of my mind. Again, imagination. I embrace and nourish the creativity aspect of my mind or creative aspect of my mind. So to me, it's telling me I have to jump back into my imagination and so that my creativity can nourish and flourish so yeah i was just boo-hoo crying didn't understand why what was going on with me why am i crying like what is going on like i'm not understanding like i was ready to clock in and and like check out y'all like because i couldn't wrap my head around what is going on i actually sent a text message out to my husband my sister my mom um even sharita i was like y'all i don't know what is wrong with going on with me i am not feeling it today i was like i am not okay I just want to let y'all know I am not okay. I don't want to hurt myself. I don't want to harm myself, but I am not okay. I don't know what's wrong with me. I just woke up and I'm just crying and nobody did nothing to me. I don't know what's wrong with me. Like, I'm not even reaching out for help. So if I'm quiet or distant, just know I don't know what's going on with me. Like, I, I just can't stop crying. And... Everybody reached out to me, gave me words of encouragement, checked on me. It felt good because I'm the type of person where I'm always there for everybody else. And when I normally have, like, this was my first time experiencing depression like that. Like, when I normally have a moment like that, it's like, I'm able to talk myself through it. I'm able to figure out A plus B equals C. And okay, well, this is what you got to do. Pick myself up, brush myself off. And all right, on to the next. Got to keep moving. Got to keep going. Don't have time to stop and, you know, wallow in this. But I could not do that on Monday. I could not shake it on Monday. It hurt it to breathe. It hurt it to open up my eyes. It hurt it to know that my kids needed help with school and I mentally could not help them with school I didn't have the energy or the strength to help them all I had the energy or the strength to do was just to cry and that is annoying to me because I hate to cry since I got since I've been on this earth as an infant, anybody who know me as a child knew I hated to cry as a child. I still cry the same way that I cried as a child, as an adult. And that is silent tears. I am not the, ah. that is not me. The tears roll, roll down my face and you hear me sniffling. And even then I'm fighting and like going in my mind and myself, like get it together, suck it up, figure it out. We ain't got time for this. Crying is for the weak. Like that is me. Like literally, that is me. When I cry, I feel vulnerable. I feel exposed, and I don't like that. At all. I don't don't like the feeling of feeling vulnerable and and so open and not in control. I don't like it. And that is what that whole day was. They were calling <laughs> me on Bless you Caesar. They were they were calling me out on my neglect for half-assing through my shadow work and not really addressing my childhood issues the way that they needed to be addressed because my childhood splints, it's not just for me, it's for my whole family because I am the one. And I remember far back on one of these full moons, I woke up and I told my ancestors, um talking to the moon, because I talked to the sun and the moon, talking to the moon and i'm telling my ancestors yeah pass me the baton yeah i can take it yeah i can do the work that y'all couldn't finish and left off now y'all that was like two months ago i told them that (laughs) see how spirit be playing with you i i have this saying where i be like see how god has a funny sense of humor where they find it funny but we don't we be on that nah i'm good whatever but they be sitting up cracking up laughing they be like uh-huh remember when you said sorry i had to close the bathroom though i don't know about y'all but my dolls just love to go in the trash cans in the, in the bathroom or get the toilet paper and just like eat it or run around my house with it so i have to make sure the bathroom doors stay closed and i don't know if it's because they babies or what but i hate it but back to what i was saying like I forgot that I had told them, yeah, pass me the t- baton. I can do it. I got it. I'm going to break these curses for the family. I'm going to pick up where you left off. Oh, I got it. I'm strong. I can do this. Okay. They was like, okay. We hear you. I'm thinking they're going to give me the lessons now. Nope. Mm-mm. That all got accounted for in spiritual court because I was not doing the work that my family needed me to do to break these curses and to make it better for my kids and our kids and not only just for the future generations but the current generations and the past generations y'all when we be doing this work we're not just doing it for ourselves we're doing it for everybody as a whole that's attached to us remember i told y'all i got blood family and i got soul family so i'm doing it for both my blood family and my soul family that's what i that's what i when i said those words not knowing That's what I said when I was, that's what I said when I was done. That's what I said when I was done, you guys. Like, that's what I said when I told my grandma, because I felt her spirit. And I said, Grandma, I got it. Grandma Arlene, I got it. I'm going to finish this stuff for our family. I got it. And she was like, okay. She was like, okay. I hear you. All right, grandbaby, you say you're going to pass it on. You say you're going to do this for us. And when it came time to do it, I'm over here balled up. uh, All of this crying. And I literally did make out noise that time. Like Monday, like I told y'all, I'm normally a silent cry, but not on Monday. My kids was even confused and I couldn't even explain to them like why am I crying and they like well what did we do? Mama, do you need a break? Do you need a mental break? We do. We do need to take those mental breaks, y'all. We do all of these vacations. We do the vacation with the family. Leave alone. We plan the vacation with the families. We even plan the vacations with our our friends, you know, we cousins, uh husband trips, girls trips uh, friendship trips we plan all of these trips but we never plan a mental trip and my mom was the one who brought that up to me plan a weekend getaway where you turn off and disconnect from everything no cell phone, no laptops, you know none of that, detach from all of it and just be by yourself it's a, she takes it every year you guys and it's just her by herself she get a hotel room she tell my dad where he is she tell him he can come one or two days N- normally it's just one day you know just to make sure she good she's safe "Caesar, stop I don't want to play I'm on my podcast stop thank you um, she'll tell him he could stay that night but in the morning he has to go because she takes that time and she goes within and she reflects as to herself to figure out who she is. What is her current role? What can she do better? How can she do better? If she just needs to cry it out, she cried out. Whatever it, it is that she feels that she needs to do, that is what she does on her time. And then she comes back and now she's rejuvenated. Now she has energy to be able to pour into everybody else's cups. And put back on all the hats that she carries of being a daughter, a mother, a wife, a auntie, you know, a best friend. she can now pour into those cups because she was able to replenish herself and go back and, and check herself. And um my kids was like, Mom, you need to take one of those. Like, we'll figure it out with Dad, you know, but that's what we need you to do. And I was like, yeah, but not right now. Like, um... I don't know what's going on with me. I hear you guys, but not right now. And then here comes Sharita. Girl, you in spiritual court. The prosecutors must have went first for your case instead of your people. And that's why you so emotional. So I got brought up on neglecting my childhood, my parenting skills with my kids, um, helping pass family drama or trauma. Being a better wife, how am i as a partner for my husband am i am I checking in? am I doing good? I got brought up on old charges too. um Let's see what else? Those are like the main ones that they was coming after me for, but mainly my parenting and my childhood was like the the main ones, and y'all, I got found guilty on all charges guilty on all charges they surely did find me guilty on every last one of them it was nothing that I could say or do to say this is why every excuse that my family came up with they was like yeah but we heard all that that you was saying the witnesses the jury they was like yeah we heard what you were saying but that still ain't an excuse for you to do XYZ or what you said that you was gonna do it's not an excuse So, yeah, they found me guilty as charged. I got four years, a four-year sentence, but I have 15 months served. So, I got a choice, you guys. And my choice was to be in general populations or to be in solitude. And I chose solitude. But... There was also another court. I took somebody else to court because they did not honor our contract that we signed. And I'm still trying to figure out who that person is. But whoever they are, um, I won that one, that particular one. And because I won, they got to pay me. And I mean, in. I'm going to just leave it at that. They just have to pay me. And um, because there is multiple ways that because they broke the contract and how severe that contract is, because the contract that we broke, and the reason why I say we is because it was a contract that we both signed. I was trying to do my part, but they wasn't really willing to do their part. Well, we still a team. We both signed. it, So we are still both equally responsible even though I took them to court. Um, but yeah, um I'm able to use the compensation or what I was awarded from that particular case to help me with these next year and a half <laughs> with my my solitude that I chose. So I'm be sitting kind of good in in prison or in jail. I'm be sitting kind of good in solitude. You know, I'll be able to pay for the luxuries of commissary. So I I got money on the books. I'm put it that way. Um But just because I got money on the books now don't mean that if I don't do right, that can still get taken. Um So, I'm just learning how just like This whole court Two weeks court Taught me to Be accountable Remember I had the abundance And Acceptance And grief Yeah I gotta go through those And I figured out you guys Like I thought Even though I know they said 15 months sir But y'all The prosecutor been like Really digging up dirt on me for like the last i feel like five years i feel like five years and they finally got the right agent or mold or snitch to sing like a canary that's all they needed that was a missing piece and that's how they was able to take me to court that's why it's been taking so long because all the evidence that they had it wasn't enough to stick it wasn't enough to prosecute me But, baby, that agent right along with my son, they gave them everything they needed. And I ain't help either. I kept doing what I was doing, not listening. They telling me, they sending me the answers. They sending me messages through um's birds, other people. And I'm up here being hard-headed, not listening. Because I tell you in a heartbeat, I live by... I'm hard headed, you know the saying. Go, you know, a soft, uh, a, a soft body, or a soft behind. You no, know, hard headed is called a soft behind. And I switched it, and I was like, well, I got a soft whole body, so I know I'm super hard headed. And my mama will tell you, too, because she, she joking, laughing at me all the time. She be like, yeah, they be like, they sent Gabriel for you. And Gabriel was like, you know, I need five other people. Y'all know how hard-headed she is. Like, they would have to come and tell me like three, four, five times. It should not take that much before I be like, oh, okay, well, I'll do it. I understood them the first two times. Really, the first time. But because I'm stubborn and I feel like I know it all and you can't tell me nothing and- I don't want to do it, and being stubborn and pushing back, they like okay. You want to do all this, okay? Oh, write that over there. We gonna use that against her. Write that over there. We gonna use that against her too. They were just building my case, and that's why I said I wasn't helping. I was helping them build my case with my hard headedness, my stubbornness, my willing. Unwilling to do the mission, and the other thing that I realize is is it is so true that when we don't do what we're supposed to, it doesn't just affect us. It's a domino effect. It affects those around us. So when they tell me to give this homeless person five dollars, and I say I don't want them or I don't do it. You don't know why I was supposed to give that person, that homeless person, that $5. That $5 could have been for their next mission, for them to give to somebody else or them to get something to eat. And when they get something to eat, that person offered them a job. That person didn't fire the other person that was just offered a job because the mom never came in or the homeless person never came in with the money to get some food because I never gave them the $5. See how that has abdominal effect? We just think on every mission is just for us. No, every mission that we are on sololy, it's a piece to this whole galaxy. Galaxies. In the physical and spiritual aspects. So we have to learn how just to be obedient and stop always questioning why. Because we do it. Why I gotta be the one to do it Why it's always on so me Why I gotta have all the tests And this person don't never go through nothing It's always me Trust me y'all I was a why That was me why? why 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 I always gotta understand why You want me to do something but tell me why Not everything has to do with the why Not everything I'm gonna get an explanation from Just do it Because me doing it Sometimes the answer is revealed to me Later And sometimes it's not The message of what I was doing Was not necessarily for me It was for someone else Now I'm messing up Their track Now they can't do what they supposed to And they behind too But guess who get the whooping Me I mean we all gonna get our punishment to some degree But who's gonna get it the worst Me Me because I stopped the first domino from tickling over to the others to make all the dominoes lay down. That's how we are in life. We're stacks of dominoes. And spirit come and just tap the first one and then, you know, it makes a beautiful pattern and all of this, you know, as, it, as they're falling. But when you ain't in place, it can't fall. And it can't make the pattern. So, yeah. Y'all. We got to learn how to stop. Slow down. Listen. And assess. Just like the deer was telling me. Stop. Assess. Then act. If I'm not doing that. I'm being disobedient on so many levels and then I wonder why I can't manifest this or all of this stuff is going wrong. And I'm sick and tired of everybody always the devil this and the devil that and the devil this. No, it be us. It will not even be the devil. The devil be running, running to God and be like, I ain't did nothing. You know how when somebody accuse you of something that you ain't doing, you know, you ain't do it. You looking around like, what i ain't even what is they talking about? I wouldn't even know. I don't even understand what she's talking about. That's how the devil be. We love to put the blame on somebody else because we don't want to take accountability for ourselves. That's all a part of the spiritual growth, spiritual understanding. We have to take accountabilities for our own actions. <gasps> Because us taking a accountability in our own actions, we're actually learning a lesson. Or it's helping to fertilize a seed that that was previously planted and it's trying to grow. But if we ain't doing none of that, how is it going to grow? How is it going to get fertilized? How is it going to get watered? Hey, cut it out. I'm podcasting. Um, We trying to figure it out. But if we ain't doing it, how are we growing? And what is spiritual? Spiritual is however you relate to a higher being. Spiritual is no different than what we do in this day to day life. We're doing every that same exact thing in our spiritual realm, the same way we eat, that's the knowledge that we gain. When you do a feast in Thanksgiving, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm sharing. I made this big feast. I learned how to cook some recipes. And now I'm sharing. I told y'all, come over. It's Thanksgiving. It's Christmas. It's the 4th of July. It's Labor Day. All of these holidays where we have these big feasts. That's what my podcast is doing. Me sharing. My spiritual knowledge as well as, you know, My personal. Personal is spiritual. But I'm planting seeds. Or helping fertilize somebody's life. To help them grow. To help them grow. As y'all see my babies. My house is coming to life. And DJ's eating a late lunch. Caesar is aggravated. Because he wants to play. And the other dolls want to sleep. So that's him barking And Pebbles is bar- begging Because she want me to give her a treat Now Prince is up Fussing at Caesar because Caesar was aggravating him and He was just sleep. Hey, cut it out Jazz is trying to take a nap Shy's finishing school work Like this is, this is my house This is my house This is my day to dayness Caesar, leave him alone One of my other spiritual gifts is, y'all, I just learned that I am Mrs. Dr. (laughs) Doolittle. I'm Mrs. Doolittle. Like, I don't know. I understand them just by their looks. I totally get it. Cut it out. Yes, user. Leave her alone. No, stop. Don't challenge me. Just stop. Sit. Thank you. I swear, each of my dolls act just like a person. They have characteristics and personalities of my kids. I have three kids and three dogs, and they literally act just like all of them. Caesar is literally my son. He likes to aggravate everybody when he gets bored. Princess like Shia. Caesar, hush. You know, he's the oldest, Calm responsible pebbles is leave me the hell alone I'm the middle child feisty attitude I speak my mind you don't tell me what to do and we'll have a good day as long as you leave me alone but very loving all of them hey no plan in my room Caesar I'm gonna put you out if you don't stop But yeah, spirituality. Um, uh, is my day-to-dayness of learning my affirmations, uh, tapping into my intuition where they're giving me messages. My messages. My messages come. Uh, Like an old soul I just know A lot of this stuff I just know And I don't be knowing how or why I just be knowing and I tell people that all the time I don't know I just I just know It's not that I feel that I know everything I just know what I know If I don't know I'm quick to hush Very quick to hush Cause I don't know But if I know that I know that I know Even if I can't show you how i know or find the proof that i know but you can go google and figure it out oh baby i'll argue up and down till the sun doesn't stop because i know that i know what i'm telling you that i know and you just need to believe it or kick rocks and leave me alone so yeah so through my intuition through my interpretation with my cards through my Christianity background, believe it or not. Some of those stories, yeah, we have to dig a little deeper because they are surface stories, but we have to dig deep to figure out what they were really talking about because they're not going (laughs) to flat out tell us, Caesar, stop it. No. They're not going to flat out tell us. No, because I told you to stop and you didn't. That's why you're out. so, um, and people laugh at me all the time because they be like, were you talking to a human or were you talking to a dog? I was like, you see him talking to me now, like he's explaining his case as to why he need to come back in my room and I'm just, like he's begging and I'm telling him no I'm begging, begging. shy, we didn't ask for your input <laughs> but yeah, my spiritual background my Christianity background has helped me out a lot on my spiritual journey because it gave me a reference or Oh, well he said like the 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 story of Job. I have always related related with the book of Job. All the trials that he went through, y'all, I feel like that has been my life. Like bad relationships, partly my choice. I'm gonna say majority of it was my choice. Majority was my choice and um in those choices, cause we couldn't have a relationship if I didn't choose to go along with it. So a lot of that was my choice. Um, how I view life, how I understand life, how I have a relationship with my kids, how I have a relationship with anybody. Like Job was tried on all levels. Like the devil took, you know, based off of the story, the devil took everything from him bad health killed his kids killed his maids took his house like it goes on and on and he Job just continued to have faith in god and was just like yeah i know it's a trial it's a, i don't have this i could barely speak he done killed my kids he done killed my cattle he done took my land he done took my house he done killed my servants like gosh what else can you do That's been my life, y'all. I feel like every time I'd be like, what now? Are y'all serious? Another one? When I'm going to get something positive in return? There are positiveness. But, you know, when you're in the midst of the storm, you don't see the positiveness. And sometimes the storm is the positiveness. What we, how we perceive it as bad, but then when we get out of it, we look back and we're like, "Oh, I needed to go through that to learn endurance, acceptance, patience, kindness, how to talk to people, how to communicate, how to love, how to, how what I just went through is supposed to help me to help somebody else that's going through the same thing, or this next phase. These were tools." These were keys that was given to us to help open up the next door on the next phase. You was just giving a, a tap-in. Mm-hmm. And we don't like to take these tests, but it goes back to what we signed. And the movie on Disney Soul, They tried to explain that to us in the beginning. But we were so... Like I told you, Misha, all of our years before we were kind of like living in the Matrix, just like how the Matrix is when they in the little pods and they're attached. And, you know, they in the little liquids and the little machines is feeding us like that's what we was. We was totally desensitized and being told what to do by celebrities and TVs. And we just wasn't living. We was on autopilot, like literally like the owie. Um, What's the Wally? What's that movie? It's called Wally. Yeah, it's called Wally. Just like old Wally, how he was put on Earth to find the the plant to grow so everybody could come back. But on the ship, everybody cruising. They don't got fat. They cruising. They don't lift up a finger. They in their little chairs riding on the little spaceship for years and years and years. You know, just chilling. Oh, that's what we was doing that's what we was doing y'all and this whole spiritual awakeness or shift or shaking whatever you want to call it this movement if you want to call it that too it woke us up out of that it pushed us out of those pods it stopped the pods the hopper pods and it kicked us out of them and now we are obese and we trying to figure out how to walk with all of this heavy weight on us well the heavy weight is the shadow work all the issues that we didn't want to and everybody's running to a therapist and saying, Oh my gosh, my mind, I can't take it. All of these thoughts, all of these problems. Yeah, we ran from it for many years. And now spirit is like, Okay, you can't put it off no more. I tried to I tried to give it to you the nice way. I tried to give it to you the easy way, but y'all wanted to take the hard way. And the hard way is now you have no choice. You cannot run from it. There is nothing that you can do. It's in your face. That white cord to charge your phone. Nope. Just use the whole white cord. Use the whole white cord, it will charge your phone. Take the white plug and no. Take yes. DJ. No, that's my other that's my backup phone. Just put it up there. That's my business phone. Yeah, thank you. And plug it into yours. I know because I charge your daddy phone with it um sorry y'all uh but yeah um we just got pushed out and it was just like in your face you got to learn it you got to learn it you got to go through it time is up no more running no more shortcuts you got to deal with it head on face on that's what we got to do head on face on and it's uncomfortable, and some of us can handle it, and some of us can't, and that's why some of us is exiting, because we they can't, they can't, they can't adapt to this upgrade or this new request that we're being asked for, so they have to exit stage left. I hate to say it, but it's another way to look at it, you know. With all of these people that are leaving, why are they leaving, some are leaving because their mission was up, and they honestly completed their mission, but majority of the people who have been dying these last two and a half years, they cannot take it mentally. Or, like in the movie "Soul," they' waiting for you to get up out of this avatar so that they can actually take your place and complete their own mission in your avatar. Well, not your actual avatar, but your space being. You know how they say, for every old soul that's taken out, a new baby is born. Yeah, it kind of go that way. It kind of go that way, y'all. Like, we have to just stop looking at stuff for face value. We have to think multiple ways. And even, we have to, anyways, we have to go down these rabbit holes. And I know people going to look at you crazy. Trust me. People have been looking at me crazy my whole life. Because I have always questioned and not understood. And not, you know, it was like, this don't make sense. How do y'all get, okay, prime example. Like, in the Bible, I asked my granny a long time ago. I was like, granny, y'all, my right hand itching. Some more money coming to me. Yes, I did say some more, some more money coming to me. I don't know from where or how, but it's coming. Hopefully, it's that uh, mega winning. But we'll see. Um, but, yeah, my granny told us, you know, about Cain and Abel and how, you know, Cain killed Abel and Abel, you know, went out and got marked the beast. You know, God questioning him, you know, where are my brother where I'm not our brother's keeper, you know, like, nigga, I ain't responsible for him. Why you asking me about him? You, guy, you know everything, so you already know. And he's sitting here saying, well, the ground is crying out to me from his blood. Well, nigga, if the ground already done told you, why did you ask me this dumbass question? Like, that's us, y'all. Literally, that's us and how we, we be talking. Literally. And I know, you know, y'all like, okay, well, it also say, don't question God. Okay, y'all, sit up there and believe that if you want to. We all do it every day, all day. And I don't think that that is the way that it was. it was meant for us not to question. That's just like stupid and dumb, not to question. How am I supposed to learn if I don't ask a question? So I think that was a man part that was slid in there or changed because y'all know they rewriting bibles all the time. But anyways, back to the story. So yeah, he said, "Okay, well you want to play dumb and you want to give me sarcastic ass answers? Well then watch this. I'ma mark cross your head saying nobody can kill you. You fit to go out with these people, this that, and nothing." And I was like, "Granny, wait." We started out with just Adam and Eve and, and the snake, quote-unquote. <clears throat> Different mm-hmm. podcast, not going down that rabbit hole. Perceive it how you want to perceive it. Or the apple. Perceive it how you want to see it. <laughs> cool. But there were two trees. There was a tree of knowledge and there was a tree of life. I don't know if y'all caught that, but there was two trees. We could eat off the tree of life. We couldn't eat off the tree of knowledge of knowing right or wrong. And i have that'd be a different podcast like why we couldn't eat off of that tree different podcast oh i think that'd be a podcast with me and misha where we kind of decoded that and kind of went down a rabbit hole to figure out that there were multiple gods and it's right during the writing on how that they address themselves um that was competing in the beginning to say who did what so that's just my theory There'll probably be a podcast on that with her a little later. But I asked my grandma, I was like, well, where is these other people come from? Because like, if them two only had two kids and there was two sons, where were these other people that was living in a whole nother city? It don't make sense to me. And she was just like, the trees, and y'all know I made an ugly behind face, and I said, the trees, she said, yeah, the trees are people, I'm not discriminating Native Americans or anybody who understand that concept, but at the age of six, that did not make sense to me, it did not sit well with me, and from the age of six up until the age of, I think I was 28, it still ain't made sense, and I didn't get the pure understanding until i was like 34 35 i got the understanding of i had to go back and read the bible for myself and i had to realize that there were two types of humans that were made and this is all in genesis the first chapter y'all y'all just got to go back and, and read it for y'all yourselves um and you got to find an old bible not these new bibles because they they changed They're not these whole change it where you know they break it down and like human understanding and all of that without the thou and thus no you need a thou and thus but you need one if you can find go to your grandma's house or whoever the oldest person in your house and get their bible that they got laying on the table on psalms 91 you know that's that's the verse that everybody have on, on their bibles you know throwback christians psalm 91 they have on on their dining room table or the little table in the uh, end table in the the living room, but wherever they got it. So I'm going to say like early 2000s, or if you can find one from the 1990s, the Bible for sure is in there. But it says that on the sixth day, there were humans made, And they told them to go out and fertilize the land. And they had um, domain over all the creatures, the animals of the earth, even the things that crawled on their stomach. And on the seventh day, Adam was made. Now, the difference between the first humans, and that's what they put in the Bibles, and Adam is Adam was given a soul where the others were not. And I know I just dropped something heavy on y'all and y'all probably like, I don't believe this. Don't believe me. Go read it for yourself. Y'all know I tell y'all don't take nothing I say for face value. Go research it and figure it out for yourself. But there were two sets of humans. So when God came out and he marked him, he was leaving out of. The protective garden, even though God kicked them out of the garden to eat them, Adam and Eve, but he still had Adam and Eve like isolated, like on a on their own continent, per se. Out there living their whole life because they never said they interacted with anybody. Ever. Until we heard of Cain, and they time i go out to this city, and they named I can't remember the name of the city y'all, but whatever city he went in and he remarried and he had all these kids, and that's how we got Noah's story and all of that, yeah, the senator Cain. but yeah, um, we had to like look like we i looked at that, and I was like, oh my gosh, like." there's two set of people so that's where the other people came from they didn't come from trees so I was right when I knew she was wrong when she was telling me about some tree in that aspect she was wrong when she was telling me about the trees as people because I told her I said well if that's the case why these trees ain't turning to humans or birthing humans and walking around now The same way I feel with the monkeys were we evolved from it. okay well why these monkeys in the zoo ain't evolving because ain't no way we done evolved to become humans and now you can't read re-evolved if we all got the same DNA like make it make sense y'all come on stop lying stop playing with me you playing in my face with this dumbness no a monkey is a monkey and a human is a human they are not one and the same my personal opinion if you don't like it stop listening switch over to somebody else's no hard feelings no lostness don't sit up here and try and show me scientific BS about we did we did not Go to the zoo and show me the, the, the uh, any animal in the wild or in captivity that is human and can walk up on all four, talk, think, process, everything like we doing now. Because if that's the case, they can still evolve if they did it once. And that's what we came out of hundreds and hundreds and thousands of years ago. But why we ain't doing it again? Remember, everything repeats. There ain't nothing new up under the sun. So why the monkeys ain't walking around talking and turning to humans again? See what I be saying? Like, I digress because that do irk me. But yeah, and the trees that did irk me. And I had showed my granny in the Bible, y'all. Me and her, like I read it to her verbatim out of her Bible, verbatim. We was arguing for like four hours about this, y'all. And she just kept saying, I'm not going to argue with you over Lord God. I'm like, but you looking at it, you reading it, and you still talking about some doggone trees, and you reading these two sets of people, and you can't even explain it. Like, it is what it is. It's in your Bible, not mine, yours. And she was just like, I'm not going back and forth with Like, it was four hours. Like, we both had to agree just to disagree mm. afterwards. It was like, okay, granny, yeah, mm. I'm going agree to disagree because um yeah we gonna keep going round around a circle like we done drew a line and saying you ain't giving up you still sending trees and I'm saying I'm showing you proof that it ain't the trees it was two set of people so neither one of us shall not be moved on our point. So let's just stop talking about it. And I gave her a hug and a kiss and I said, All right, I love you and we good, you know. We just going to leave this topic alone, but we good. And we went our separate ways. And every now and then I still bring it up. She was like, I'm not going there with you. <laughs> it's just so cute. It's so funny. I'm not going there with you. And I'm like, it's nowhere to go. It's in your King James Bible that you have read numerous times front to back, front to back through this whole thing. And, and I don't understand how you cannot see my, lo- my logic when it's written right here in black and white. And so I just left it at that. But that is where the other people came from, you guys. There were two sets of him that was documented. I'm pretty sure it was more, because like I told y'all, we don't lived on many different, um, we don't live many different lives, or is living many different lives. And so, here's what part of my download was. So you know how and I have to forgive all of the letter people I like to say letter people um I hope y'all don't take offense but that is for um because I can't remember all of the names the uh the LBG community I like to call y'all just the letter people only because it's so many letters and how y'all identify and I don't want to just say LBGT because it's more letters than just that because y'all got some new names that them been being added on so you know that include the panda and all of that too because you know they don't they don't have a letter in the lbg lbt so i just say letter like the letter people just to cover everybody i don't identify with anything i love everyone okay okay there's nothing wrong with that. And I have learned with this recently downloaded that they are not wrong. They are totally right. Because we are living multiple lives in different parallels and dimensions all at once. They are correct. So when we have these five, four, three, two-year-olds that are coming out of the wombs and saying I'm a, I identify as a girl or I identify as a boy and they're the opposite. They're right. And it took me a long time to get because I just could not get it, even though I still have my own prints where I feel like they should not be able to legally change their organs to that until 21 or 25, you know, because it's irreplaceable. And there's so many studies where it show where they have gotten them at young ages and the first thing they say is they wish their parents wouldn't have allowed them to get it even though they felt that way and now they're stuck as something and they don't identify with it anymore. And I know that they're still doing research and coming up with so many, um, so many guidelines that they have to go through before they can even get the procedure. I just feel for them now because I have a new perspective, but I was one of them ones like, you know, before Saturday, I was one of them ones that was just like, I don't get it. You know, it is what it is. They too young. They don't know until they're about 16, 17. Like, how could they know? That was me. I'm Not even gonna lie. That was me. Now I know how they know. They know because they are still... Okay, so... The way I can explain it is... Or the way that it was explained to me. And it was... So I was in this setting, y'all. And it was like when you first waking up and you semi-conscious but you still sleep I don't know what that realm is called I don't know if it's called REM or EM or whatever because you know our rims of sleep have different meanings mm-hmm. but I was in that particular realm like I could kind of hear like I was aware of what was going on in my room or you know in this realm but I was asleep at the same time like I could drift right back down into deep sleep. If that made sense. I hope that made sense. But anyways, it was, they, they took me to, it was a classroom. And I say they, because it was multiple people that was talking to me. They took forms as humans, I guess, so that I could relate. And they pretty much told me like, stop being so hard on these people. Um, On the letter people. Um, They are still attached to a previous or past life where they were that opposite gender or you can look at it as when they jumped in this avatar we're able to take certain clues or certain things with us that will help us to that will help us to um, that will help us to understand we we give ourselves clues to help us understand what is going on you know how to help us in this life journey we we pass clues or you know stuff to us to remind us okay this is what our purpose is this is what our journey is like we leave this for ourselves so they left themselves clues um and that was in my last life I was a male, but in this life, I got a female avatar and it's irking me because I still am emotionally attached or my, this avatar is still attached mentally to my previous avatar. And I'm going to give y'all clues because they show gave me some, they told me, you know how I'm telling y'all what they told me or how they showed me. They say, you know how you always say In one of your lives, you was a previous in one of your previous lives, you was rich. Because I actually told my husband that one day. I told him, I said, I feel like I was rich. And I don't like this life because I'm not rich. And when I say rich, I'm talking about I I was spending a million dollars and didn't think twice. I didn't even have to check my account. Like that's how rich, rich I was. Like, oh, I just spent a million (sighs) dollars. It's okay. Swipe that card. Oh, only $250,000 only? Like, that was me. And I told him that. I said, I need to get that life back. And she was bougie. Ooh, she was bougie. And then they gave me another example. And I I started laughing on that one because I remember that vividly. It just, like, came over me. And that was, like, seven years ago when it just, like, came over me. And it was just, like that's how i felt like and he was like well we ain't got it like that and you need to sit down and you need to budget these bills so we can know you know how much money we got we're gonna sit down together and we gonna budget it because we ain't got where you can swipe like that we got X amount of dollars in this bank account and that's what we got to live off of this fear and it's aggravating but the main thing that they showed me was i had a um past life reading done Mm -hmm. and the one that they resonated with was I was Chinese I was a male Um, I was in prison for speaking the truth at a young age I was never able to marry I never had kids they tortured me for speaking the truth so it was like Are you going to agree to stop talking, you know, speaking your truths or telling this truth or stop saying X, Y, Z? And I would say no. And when I would say no, they would torture me. They would pull my fingernails out of my fingernail bed. They would electrocute me. Like, this is things that I remember. Like, they told me. They didn't give me all of this information when they told me my past life, but this was the part that was just revealed to me on Sunday. Like they just, my my past reading was just like, oh yeah, they uh, imprisoned you for your whole life and you died lonely. You know, uh, you was Chinese. You was speaking the truth. That's what you got in prison for. And you never had kids and you never got married. And I was just like, what? You know, and that was like three years ago that I got that reading. And this Saturday they let me tap into more and that was to show me what that lifestyle was and how does that lifestyle affect me now and the last thing that they did to me was to cut out my tongue so that I could not I was forced not to you know be able to tell my truth or what I was led to tell And I don't know what to say, you guys, but I had been tortured for like a whole year before they cut out my tongue. That was the last thing that they did. So I had all these scars, these bruises all on my body. And the last thing that you did was you literally cut out my tongue. So in this life, I have an issue with speaking my truth, sharing my knowledge, sharing what I know. And now I know why it takes me so long. Like it literally put Sherita on my path to like push me out. Like you got to, we need you to learn this lesson. We need you to get past that. We need you to cut that umbilical cord from that past life. That was that life. This is this life and this life, you didn't get it done in the last life. So now we need you to get it done in this life. And it, for whatever reason, it's urgent that I have to tell what I have to tell. And, um, I don't, I resonate with that life so much too. I would rather not say anything than to share. And it is emotional. Like, I'm composing myself now because it is emotional, because I felt the tortureness, I felt the loneliness. It was horrible to have your tongue cut off and you never be able to hear your voice or be able to speak again. Try holding your tongue and talk. Nobody understands a word that you're saying. So in this life, it's like, hell no, I don't want to tell them shit. For what? Do y'all know all the shit that I went through? And to have my tongue cut off and you tell me I tell these people, and these people is to cuss me out and not accept my truth and don't want to hear me. And, you know, all the kickback and the drama that comes with that. And you want me to tell these people this and what I just went through. You think I want to do that again? No. So screw them. I ain't telling them nothing. It could float around in my head. I'm only going to tell people who resonate and understand me and who ain't going to look at me crazy. I'm just going to share with them. But it's not for them. It's for whoever. It's for people outside of them. Of course, the people who I'm talking to, they know. They own this journey with me. So I'm giving them stuff that the seeds, they don't even need because they already got this. Instead of giving it to planting this seed for people who don't know. Don't have an understanding. Haven't had been told this. Haven't understood it. And in this life, guess what they did? Let me tell you how they got a sense of humor. Everything that I didn't have in that one, I have in this one. I have my voice, I have my tone, I have my fingernails, I have kids, I was able to be married, not once, but twice, I was, I'm happy, I choose to be alone, but I don't have to be alone, because I'm surrounded by some awesome people, people are drawn to me, remember I told y'all I'm an introvert, but y'all treat me like an extrovert, Everything that that I got snatched from me in that life, I was given in this life. And now, that was part of my punishment. It was, you're not using your voice. In all of my readings, since I had my awakening in 2015, when my aunt passed, it took trauma to push me on this journey. I chose to be a backslider. That's what y'all would say in Christian world, to be a backslider. I didn't choose nothing. I was just out here asleep, living my life, like, focused on whoever in my house. And that was that. Not even doing my full purpose. Like, just wasting time to complete this mission that I was sent here to do, to fulfill this contract. So, mission, contract, however you want to perceive it. I was just wasting time wasting it when i should have been way a further ahead than what i was if i would have been obedient and did what they asked me to do when they asked me to do it but because i didn't well hey late start but i always say better late than never but I could have been further. But because I was so stubborn and terrified and still shocked by that trauma and attached to that that trauma of that previous life, I ain't going to share. Then it, it trumbled over into, well, how is people going to look at me? How is people going to see me? They going to look at me funny. they going to talk about me. They going to say I'm crazy. They going to say, if I talk or if I don't talk, people still going to have an opinion. But that ain't what I was here for. I'm not here for other people's opinion. I'm here to plant seeds to help other people. So just imagine from two from nineteen eighty-three to two thousand and fifteen, how many people missions have I delayed? And some of them already left. And they gotta either come back again or high ever, because I don't know if this is our last time or not. But Either they got to come come back to complete their mission because now I'm speaking my truth. Or if we don't get a chance to come back because this is that, then um, that's on me. And that was part of my court issues. (laughs) She ain't do this, this, this. And this person couldn't do X, Y, Z. So since they couldn't do X, Y, Z and they gone and they didn't get a chance to come back. Yeah, that's why I got the four years. That's why I got guilty as served guilty guilty as charged that's why i got it because i let my stubbornness hinder me i let it get in the way of being able to complete my mission but yeah you guys like i felt that and that's what they showed me that was the download that they showed me like Don't be so hard on these people that they don't understand. It's not that. It's because they can't resonate with the avatar they're in because they're still attached to their previous past or present or different plane or dimension. They can't get past it. Their mind is unable to resonate with the new avatar that they're in. And some people will say, that's just crazy, that's bipolar, that's multi. multiple, uh, what do they say, a uh, multi-personality disorder. It's not. It's not. It's not a multi-personality disorder. It's just, we're looking at it on a physical plane instead of a spiritual plane. And on a spiritual plane, it's just because they still have soul ties to their previous or... Present avatar, however, you want to see it because I told you we're living multiple lives and all in one. So, we have to stop being so hard and just wanting to call people crazy, bipolar, schizophrenic like we don't know why they are expressing those. And if y'all don't believe me, it's this, and I'm gonna share the link in the bio also. But it's this link on YouTube, and the the link that I'm gonna share is called the Book of Life. And on that Book of Life, it's literally telling y'all exactly what I'm telling y'all. And I listened to that four years ago. My sister loved me; she introduced me to it, and she didn't think I was gonna listen to it, but I actually like did. Why? Because I was like, I'm not going to read the book. i read to listen to it because I can multitask. I can listen to the book and craft and be a mom and all this other stuff. Like, I can do multiple things and listen. And I was just blown out of my mind. Like, oh, my gosh. It got to be some truth that is like we living in a game within a game within a game within a game within a game. within. A game within, a game within. It's nine books, y'all. But y'all y'all can just get the concept from book one. But, you know, if it's very good to you, it's, it's a total of nine books. And the man goes deep into it. And then the man has disappeared. He wrote this book and he disappeared. Nobody can find this man. It's like, wait, where did this man go? How did he come and give us this information? And now this man just like poof nobody can't find him almost like with bitcoin nobody can find the person who originally started bitcoin they still looking for that person they done arrested people who was helping with the trading and stuff but nobody ever if you go and look at the the episode on even on netflix they did a whole little movie on it or whatever before bitcoin you know became popular you know how it is now but, yeah, they, they did a whole thing. Even the people who was selling the stuff. I'm talking about when they had the gold coins that you could get. Nobody ever met the person. They emailed an email address, but they never physically talked or saw this person. They trying to figure out who created this thing, too. So, is it one and the same? Could it be an a entity from another plane or being you know is it a other cars at play you know where they just had to drop this stuff into us and and back out real quick or is another rabbit hole and the government had something to do with it and, and you know they just they just chose a good hacker that could cover their trails with the ip's address where they can't even trace it back so who created it or is their signature written in that code and nobody just ain't picked it up yet in the programming code You know, that's another little, there go my rabbit hole, down, down, down the rabbit hole. But it's just something just to make y'all, you know, think, not to push it on you, but just to make you think like, hmm, that's something to think about. I didn't think of it that way. I didn't see it that way. Or, oh, you may have a point or you may come back in and actually have, you know, some feedback on that. And I would love to hear it if y'all do. But I'm talking about the true original founder of Bitcoin. If they don't found him, let me know. Because I haven't seen or her, him, her, him, them, it, they. <laughs> All of the pronouns that can describe a person. I'm, I'm going to use that. So, yeah, that's that's was the last part of that download. And it's still so much that I want to share but they won't allow me to share, They, you know, every time I get ready to have that thought and I'm getting ready to say it, by the time I say it, it slips out of my mind. So I know it's not meant to share. Um, I've been fighting through because um, I've been having some shocks. So, you know, that was some pauses, you know, for a split second because it's starting to flare back up. Um, it, so my symptoms on my mouth, when it starts back up, it kind of feel like the pressure of a toothache. And then it goes from that to like, you know, like you get the pressure when you, when you have a cavity or something in between your teeth. And then it goes from that to I start getting electrocuted. So, yeah. Um, but I did have some of those, not the electrical, but the pressure and the unfeeling, uncomfortable feelings of, uh, in, in my mouth, Pain. Um, during this episode um so that was kind of like some of my breaks and stuff and, and I also see it as spiritually like nope you weren't supposed to share nope you get ready to say something that they ain't ready for so that's their way because they know I spill it I tell y'all in a heartbeat and they like um nah go ahead on this and shoot her that pain real quick we ain't got her yet but shoot her that pain real quick because we don't need her to share that part yet. So some of it I can't share. And I think some of it is because I think the prosecutors, like, they're not satisfied with my charges. And I think they're trying to build another case on me. You know, they're trying to appeal the decision and trying to come back with some more information and be like, okay, we got new information we want to present to the to the court. hence part of what's going on with me but a lot of our things that we go through on this physical plane it does equals or resonate with our spiritual side and if we just take a second to stop and research and reflect like my sister she sent me something when she thought it was my teeth at first and she was sending me different aspects like how it could be Depending on what tooth it is in your mouth, it resonates to a different part of your spirituality, which I never thought of or heard of. But she sent me that information. It was like, oh, my stomach. Oh, my intestines. Oh, y'all know I had the surgery. So, you know, my mind went toward like, what did I do wrong? What am I not doing right? It ain't that bad. Like, I ain't having no symptoms with my stomach or anything. But hey, oh my gosh. Um,. So, yeah, that was that was that was one um, one thing to like kind of like show you. And if y'all don't believe me, try it out yourself. If you have having pain, Google it and say, well, what's the spiritual thing it is? And then whatever it is, and don't just always jump to the first thing that you see kind of ramble around with the different things. And then whatever resonate with you, sit with it and ask yourself or ask spirit, you know, like, is this true? Is this what's going on with me? You know, just to get confirmation and see because sometimes it'll come through a person or they'll directly just tell you and that's what it is but that's about it, y'all, that I have to talk about. With, that they are allowing me to talk about and to share with spirituality. It was mainly those two things, those two aspects. I don't know why I was focused on the letter people and why that reflected or, you know, stood out the most. Because I promise y'all, this is not the way I thought this podcast was going to go. Like, I thought I was going to be able to give y'all the full one on one tea, what day one was like, what day two, all 14 days. I thought I was going to be able to sit down and tell y'all, like, this is what happened to me on this day, and this is what happened to me on this day, and this is. And this is how i felt isn't it and it was like nope nope you went through it that was your personal trial and it was not broadcast on tv but this is what we need you to be able to go out and share so you know like some cases that they say you know no tv or reporters is allowed inside the courtroom it's a gag and then you know it it takes the prosecutors defendants to come out um and and say before the cameras, well, this is what we felt like happened. This is what they got, and we're happy with it. You know, they get they spill or they intake on, you know, the case. That's all they allowed me to do, y'all. They said no camcorders are recorded. It was allowed in the courtroom, so I have to be able to just to, I have to be the person to come out. They allowed me to come out and tell y'all just a little bit of the important part. Of my trial and that was stop being so hard on on these kids and adults that are coming out and the reason why they're coming out is because they're still attached to a a past present or future avatar and that's why they resonate with it and that's why it's so strong with them That is literally why it's so strong for them. is because they're still attached. And sometimes it's not meant for us to detach. Sometimes that was the clue that we left for ourselves. Them aha moments we get when stuff kind of align, that's a clue that you left for yourself. Listen at the book, The Game of Life. You'll understand more what I'm talking about. I'm literally going to add that link in there, like for real, in my link, link, like so serious, y'all, because I need y'all to like go and listen at it. And I promise you, it's going to blow your mind and make you look at life totally different. You will not be the same because I was not the same, even though, like I told you, all I started my spirituality walk or shake up in 2015. And that was because my aunt passed and I learned stuff through trauma. So when I learned. Uh, when I learn, I pull away from everybody. And my family means the most to me. Remember I told y'all in my past life I didn't have it. So I cherish my family in this life. I, For the most part, from half of my life, I felt like my family could do no wrong. Even though they would hurt me and do wrong to me, I would forget them in a heartbeat. But somebody on the streets, hell nah, You hurt me, that's a wrap. That's it. Move on. There ain't no second chances. Go straight to jail. But my family is love and compassion. So I have noticed and been looking over my life, doing my shadow work, y'all, these this last two years, y'all. Year and a half, two years. I have been, like, looking at patterns. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is the time that I always break with my family. It'll get to the point where they be like, well, you know, she just acting stank right now. Because, y'all, that's my nickname, Stank. <laughs> It's supposed to be stinksy, but you know how black people is—they don't never wanna call you what you know the person called you. And my granny say, and she, I know she made this up because I have never been able to find the meaning of it. But she says stinksy means intelligent, bright, ahead of her years. But everybody called me stink, and they when they say stink, they like, oh yeah, she's stuck up. She just being stink, bougie, you know, not willing to change. I don't know how she get. She'll come back around when she get ready. And they're technically not lying a little bit. That is where it's not that I'm acting stink. That is just where spirit causes issues or trauma or a trigger. And it makes me pull back because they know I'm not going to pull back from my family. I'm not, I'm not going to pull back on my family to learn no lesson. So they say, okay, well, you don't want to do it violent. You want, you don't want to do it the easy way. Cause we asking you, okay, we're going to demand you. We're going to force you. Okay. Well, let me let them do X, Y, Z to you. And that's going to push you over there. You're going to get mad enough and you're going to cut their behinds off. And I have y'all, it'd be like two, three years. Don't talk to nobody. And I'm talking about my mama included, mom and daddy included. And, hmm. But even though I'm at they day behind, don't let nobody else talk about them. You can't do that in my presence because I will still cuss you out, team family, at the end of the day, or friend, whoever you is, if I include you in my circle and I call you fam, okay. Don't talk about them around me. And if it's other people, I still don't want to hear it. I don't have two cents for it. Just leave it alone. And I normally do come back around. But this time, sometimes that was tied The season is is not a... I don't foresee uh, you're in my day-to-day, everyday life, but I foresee that I can be cordial with you. And I just have to leave it at that. I I can be cordial with you. No season, sit down. I can be cordial with you. We can say the hey, the bye. You know, we can do that. But it it won't be back to how it used to be. It can't be because I was pushed into a transition and I'm no longer that person anymore. Caesar, sit down and stop. I am no longer that person anymore and they're not that person anymore and it's not no long, longer our season like that anymore. And I just have to learn how to accept that That. And it goes across the board with everybody in every aspect. Everybody has seasons. And so when we realize that, we can move through life a little bit better instead of, you know, pulling ourselves back into situations or back into relationships or back into some type of ship that wasn't meant to be that type of ship. So... Yeah, that was what spirit had for me on this, what spirituality means to me. What is spiritual court? And just because I went to spiritual court don't mean that a lot of y'all passed it because it was half of the world on spiritual court, to be honest. We just didn't even realize it. Oh, I'm depressed and I don't know why. Oh, I got diagnosis bipolar and I don't know why. Schizophrenic. Oh, I got to see a therapist. Oh, I got to do this. Oh, I got to do that. I'm just so sad. I'm just stuck in the house. The walls are closing in on me. Uh, Yeah. Spiritual growth or spiritual court. Spiritual growth or spiritual court. That's what we all been going through, pushing us to do better, to grow on our spiritual aspects because we've been lazy and half-assed in doing our work. And now it's the time for us to, to do it full-heartedly. We ain't got a choice. You either gonna do it, or you gonna get taken out. Are you gonna get taken out? No. Sit down. Don't come in here with that. Or you can get out. All right, then. Thank you. But, yeah, that's what I had to say to you guys. Spirit is not allowing me to say any more or any less because I'm starting to get the little pain from my mouth. So, I'm going to say I love you today. I love you tomorrow, and I love you forever. If nobody has told y'all that, and I really do mean these words when I say love because I don't use the word love like that, but I do. Even though I don't know you, and you don't know me, but I do. And until next time, I'll talk to y'all later.